Okay, wonderful. Well, we'll get our we'll get kicked off, but I see that there are a lot of people still joining us. So if you're just joining, and you can hear me, I'm Christy Balsells. I'm the executive director of Mito Action, and hopefully you can see me live also too. So we're trying out for the first time ever today a, um, a live meeting where you'll be able to see our speakers and uh, we're hoping that this uh, embracing this new technology goes well and that it's really fun for everybody participating to be able to see. Um, you'll hear me say this again but I'm going to say it now that it's likely we'll have some technical difficulties <laughs> because we've never done this before. We've never done this before. We are trying out new technology, and um, when you get a lot of people logging in through this on the web, and you're using a lot of um, webcams, sometimes you stretch the capacity of, you know, technology. But that's what we're trying to do. We're going to have a lot of fun by being able to see each other live today and actually hear from people and see them also. So if you're just joining us, welcome, and you should be able to see um, uh, uh, some of us on webcam. Please don't worry if you're um, joining. We're not going to spontaneously just show your webcam if you have not had arrangements to do that with us already. So <laughs> no worries there, okay? And um, you'll be able to listen and, and look at us live. And if those of you who are calling in on the phone, um, you are welcome to listen also. So, okay. And I, I think I see that we're going to mute everybody just for... Um, for the best sake possible. I think Jean Teen has a suggestion. Christine, maybe you could unmute. Okay, great. Let me, I'm getting to you, Jean Hang on one second. There we go. Yes, Jean Teen, go ahead. I'm just reading the green glow, but we have purple ones. <laughs> and I see that. Um, Christine, who's one of our speakers today, has also arrived. Welcome, Christine. Yeah. And I can see that there are a lot of people that are, um, you know, logging in. So that's awesome. So we're going to give everybody um, a second to get settled and we'll go ahead and get started. Um, so again, I'm Christy Balsells. I'm the executive director of Mito Action, And um, I'm geared up for awareness rally and pulled out my green feather boa for Mito Awareness Week and you can see we're all excited. We're going to try this live uh, webcam experience today to try to get everybody excited. Let me just give you an idea of what's happening in our call today. Um, in lieu of a speaker this month for the honorary of um, all the people who are doing amazing things in the community. There's no way we could hear from everyone, but we asked a few people to just share a little bit about what they're doing to help get you inspired and excited about awareness for mitochondrial disease. Um, and so we're going to take some time today to hear from different people sharing their ideas or what they've been doing, a, a, a lot of diversity, and help you see that awareness really does start with us. It starts with us, the community who has a vested interest in raising awareness about mitochondrial disease. We can't just sit back and wait for, you know, um, some legislature somewhere to, you know, to make the right move or for someone else to do the work for us. It's our job in the community to raise awareness and to, to really embrace this opportunity in September as our reason 
to actively, the more we do as a community, the more power we'll have because we'll be laying layers of layers of layers of awareness happening all around the world at the same time. And that really does create a lot of momentum and bring a lot of awareness about the disease, which if you have a child with the disease or if you're a patient, you know is incredibly important because mitochondrial disease awareness isn't about having more people visit MitoAction. Mitochondrial disease awareness is about when you go to the doctor, they've heard of Mito before. Mitochondrial disease awareness is about when you interact with someone that you meet, they say, oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, that, you know, can cause a lot of pain and fatigue and, and a lot of different symptoms, right? I mean, they need to have heard something. So part of what we challenge you today is to be a part of that movement to raise awareness. So as I said, we're going to hear from lots of people. And if you're joining us now, welcome. I'm going to say again, if you're on Facebook, do a shout out, please. Share our post from this morning about joining this um, really fun awareness rally today. And we'll hopefully get lots of people spreading the word and uh, calling in or logging in on the website to watch. Okay, so why don't we do some brief introductions? Um, so, Christine, I'll let you go first, and then Christine is our technical moderator for today as well, and so um, Christine will be handling all of the webcams, so you'll see people come on and off, and that's what's really cool about this. So, Christine, why don't you go ahead and introduce, introduce yourself next. Okay, sounds great. Hi, everyone. I'm Christine Cox. I'm the Director of Outreach and Advocacy here at MitoAction, and I wanted to thank you all for joining us here today. I think this is a really exciting way to kick off Awareness Week and to get everyone really inspired about what we can really do as a community to get the word out there, as Christy said. I wanted to talk for a few minutes about how to really be a good advocate and what that takes. I think the important thing to remember is to share your story, to think about how you can explain to people in your community, um, at schools, that who might be at your religious organization, whatever it might be out there, um, share your story because they won't know what mitochondrial disease is just from having heard about it. You know, they might have heard about it, but when they have a personal connection, that really makes it concrete for people. I will say there's a way to share your story that doesn't involve sharing your whole story. I think that you can really share your story by talking about um, elements of it. Maybe it's just putting on Facebook a list of the symptoms that you or your child might face. Uh, maybe it's a photograph of the mitococktails, so people are aware of what that entails. Maybe it's facts and figures that you can share on social media. We'll, we'll hear from Christy Weiss a little bit later about her mito minutes. Um, I think one strategy might be to create an elevator speech. Keep it simple, keep it short, keep it crisp. It can be 30 second tiny a bit that that people can really comprehend easily. So you can say something to the effect of, my daughter has mitochondrial disease. It's a problem with energy production at the cellular level. As a result of mito, she has GI problems, seizures, autistic features, problems with walking, whatever the symptoms might be, so that people really start to connect the dots. So that's, that's one 
thing to think about as you're going out there. They don't need to hear about all the doctors you've seen, even though we've all had diagnostic odysseys. They need to know just something they can take away and connect with the face. So think about that as you're out there advocating, as you're talking to people in your social circles, as you're talking to legislators, as Julie will talk about later. I think that's a really um, important part of advocacy during Awareness Week. So thank you all for being here today. I am going to turn my camera off so I can um, so I can put other people on. We can only have six at a time, but I will be the person behind the scenes. If you have any technical difficulties, email me at um, outreach at mitoaction.org. Thanks so much. Awesome. Thanks, Christine. And I'll second what she said. It's your personal story that really is important, but you can't lose people in the process. So you do have to practice. You know, you do have to be prepared so that you can really say what it is that how Mito affects you in, you know, 15 seconds or so. Um, and, it, and that personal story is far more compelling than anything else. Um, so, Ginger, why don't you introduce yourself next? Oh, wait, wait, ah. There we go. We're muting, I'm muting. Okay, <laughs> there you go, Ginger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Ginger DeShani. I'm the Mito, I'm Mito Actions Membership and Support Coordinator. I'm your go-to person for the Awareness Kit. So if you want a kit, just email me at support at mitoaction.org. The Awareness Kit includes a bunch of cool stuff. We have a Mito pin. Our six video DVD compilation, uh, the Mito Action brochure, awareness postcards that you can hand out to people, clinician guide cards that you can hand to your doctors um, and it'll direct them to our wonderful symptoms guide. We have, uh, there's also a bumper sticker, a business card with our teleconferences and support groups, our brand new top 10 resources postcard and more. So if you'd like a kit, email me at support at mitoaction.org. I'd also like to direct you to our awareness page, which is at mitoaction.org slash awareness. It's got great ideas, cool graphics, a sample press release, and a whole bunch more. One of the sections I'd like to direct you to is the graphics and materials section, which has some face file Facebook profile and cover art that you guys could use. So I challenge each of you to update your Facebook profile and cover photos using one of our awareness graphics by Monday morning and tag me at uh, Ginger Deshani or at uh, Mito Action and we will pick one of you guys to win a very cool awareness package. So let's get going and spread that uh, spread that awareness. And if you guys need anything, just uh, email me at support at mitoaction.org. Thanks, guys. Yeah, so Ginger has thrown a challenge down on the table, so I hope we start seeing some um, Facebook profile pictures changed because um, we've got a lot of new, awesome Mito Awareness merchandise that we're rolling out this and you're going to be one of the first people to get it. We'll do a random drawing from the people who changed their page and tag Ginger by Monday and I can promise you it's going to be worth it because there's some cool stuff like Mito towels, Mito lunch totes, um, Mito tumblers, all kinds of awesome stuff that you have that you can use to raise awareness when you're out and about all year. So awesome job Ginger, thank you so much.
And you guys, lots of you know Ginger, so I hope it's fun to see her live today also. Okay, fantastic. So next up, I'm going to let Shawnee introduce herself. Hi, Shawnee. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can. Go ahead. Happy Friday, everyone. I want to give a quick introduction and say thank you guys for joining us today on our awareness call. We're super excited for the month of September. Um, my name is Shawnee Lamb, and I'm a new face to Mito Action. I'm their event and program manager. And if anyone's interested in hosting an awareness fundraising event, you can feel free to contact me. If you have any ideas about an event you would like to hold, that's awesome. We can all work together and we'll make it successful. Or even if you don't have ideas, we can come up with ideas and um, we can raise awareness and funds. If you have any questions or you want to set up a time to chat, you can contact me at volunteer at mitoaction.org. And I look forward to working with all of you guys. <laughs> Awesome. I guess, you know, I think sometimes people don't realize that Mito Action, I always say, is a small but mighty organization. Um, we People don't realize that we don't have a lot of large grants, you know, huge donors. Truly, we're powered on a very small budget with just a few hardworking people. We use virtual technology like what you see here so that we actually don't have a headquarters. We all work out of our homes to keep costs and overhead as absolutely low as possible so that we can spend as much of that money that is made from donations and from fundraising events to turn it around to actually give back to the community through programs and awareness, education for doctors, education for people who are affected by my and advocacy on multiple levels. And so I think that this is our opportunity to just help you guys also understand that when we do an awareness event, sometimes awareness events include fundraising and sometimes they don't. And if you're in a position that it can include fundraising, you should feel great because truly those donations make a huge impact because we are a small organization working very, very hard because we are part of the Mito community. We don't just feel like we're an organization that turns around and thinks about serving the community, we feel like we're part of the Mito community and we're very invested in making the lives of every person who's affected by Mito actually better by something that we've done. So we're so excited to have you on and as part of the team, Shawnee, and you guys, anybody who wants to um, reach out to Shawnee at volunteer at mitoaction.org, you'll find that she's very enthusiastic and is um, ready to jump in and help you with whatever your ideas are. So thanks, Shawnee. Okay, so now that you've met the behind the scenes, that's it in terms of the people who are um, working for Mito Action, but now we have lots of people who are working for Mito Action who are not on the payroll per se, but who do amazing things for the Mito community. And we felt like there were so many people who have been doing amazing things. We just grabbed a handful and we wanted to share their stories with you guys so that you could get excited about some of the things that are happening. And you could give ideas also to see that, you know, sometimes there is just a little effort in your community that actually can make a big impact in terms of raising awareness or helping people. Okay, so let's see who's up first. We've got Debbie Cooper. Hi, Deb. Hi, how are you? Great. Okay, Deb, go ahead and introduce yourself. We can hear you. You're good to go. You can hear me okay? Um, my name's Deb Cooper, and my three daughters and I all have mitochondrial disease, and 
we do the two the Cooper Open, which we're in our thirteenth year. Friends of um, ours started it thirteen years ago, based on my youngest daughter's struggles for um, trying to diagnose and figure out what was going on with her when we realized she had mitochondrial disease, and so they started the Golf Open for that, and we've been running strong ever since. And this year, we have decided my oldest daughter is a freshman at college this year, and um, the struggles that they've had to, to be able to finish school, high school, and um, to go on to secondary education, it's, it's quite difficult with people who have mitochondrial disease. And so we've decided we want to have a portion of the proceeds go towards a scholarship for mitochondrial patients who are attending secondary education. So that's what we started this year along with part of the Cooper Open. Um, so I don't know what else I should say. Tell us, all, tell us all the website again because you have some really exciting opportunity here. Not only are you doing the golf tournament for 13 years which raises an incredible amount of awareness but this scholarship opportunity is is really fantastic. I can't tell you how many times I've been asked if there's a scholarship for you know teens who have mito who um, strive to go to college and my goodness there should be because that is such a great accomplishment. So I'm really excited and proud of you about this. So tell everybody the website again because I know you actually have the application on the website yes. right now. So go ahead and yes, tell us the website do. a couple times so it, people can jot it down. Sure, it's www.cooperopen.com. And when you go on there, it, it, it explains everything, but there's a special section just on the application piece that you can download, fill out, and um, email it. And we will, there's a committee that will review it, and we hope to award the, the candidate the award at the Open this year. And unfortunately, because we've decided this a little bit later, um, we hope to start it sooner next year so it more aligns with the college application process so that we can hopefully award the candidate the money um, when they're being awarded their typical grants and scholarships in April, May time and still would like them to come to the Cooper Open so we can give them a special recognition. And so what's the deadline for that scholarship application, Deb? September 20, um, sorry, September 15th. The actual Cooper Open this year is September 27th. So it's so coming up. If you're listening and you know somebody who is a um, you know freshman and who has Mito who would benefit from a scholarship, please direct them to the CooperOpen.com website. And Deb, if people have questions, um, is there a good email that's a Cooper Open email for you, or would you like them to email like us and, and Ginger, and we can get them in touch with you? There's an email, and I have been responding to the questions. There's been several questions, um, so please, definitely, feel free. If you are interested at all, we would really be happy to. We really want to give out a nice scholarship this year and continue it and grow it as our, as our goal and maybe give it to more than one candidate. 
That's awesome. So thank you so much, Deb. And Deb, I hope you don't mind, but I'm just going to give a shout out to you also because um, some of you may have received a grant from the Marcel's Way Family Fund, which is um, now a, a program within Mito Action. But Deb was one of the um, founding board members of the Marcel's Way Family Fund and was really instrumental in bringing that to life and helping it become a national opportunity for anyone who has a child or a loved one with mitochondrial disease to apply throughout the country for a grant to help with things like copays or durable medical equipment that's not covered by insurance. And uh, that's on our website as well, Marcel's Way Family Fund. But Deb, you know, that's you're doing so much to help people in the community of that have mito. So thank you. So great. Thank you. Thank you, Christy. I appreciate it. And keep up the good work too. Thanks. Awesome. All right, so um, this is inspiring already, I hope, to you guys. So we're going to keep on rolling because we have lots of people who we are going to share stories with. So next up is Julie Gortzi, who um, is a woman who does many things behind the scenes for Mito. But um, we, had to, we had to look at her long list of things that she does and decide just a couple to talk about because she could talk this whole call about what she does for Mito, but um, we decided that uh, Julie would talk to us today about just a couple things. So Julie, are you there? Oh, looks like Julie got frozen maybe and she um, got stuck for yes. a minute. Let me ask I her think, again. Julie. I think Julie is going to have to log back in, it looks like, Christy. So okay, no worries. Move on to is Jantine ready? Let me unmute her. Hang on one second. Jantine? Yeah. Um, hello. Let me ask you to turn on your webcam, please. Okay, awesome. Um, yeah. We're having fun with this live webcam. So far, so good. I'm probably going to jinx us all, and now we'll have some major, you know, we'll all be frozen with weird expressions on our face. But <laughs> so far, so good on this um this experience. So, okay, Jantine, it looks like it's, Hello. it's It's loading. Hang on, we can't see you yet. It's still loading. Oh, I see all of you and myself. Okay, hold on. It's loading. It's coming. Jantine, uh, is your webcam on? Yes, and I see myself. So, hmm. Yeah. Tine, have you given her <laughs> webcam privileges also? I have. Mm hmm. I see okay. myself with you, with Ginger, and with Shawnee. Okay, oh. well, um, Christine, can you see Jantine? I cannot. Jantine, I sent you a request to turn it on. Are you able to click okay. on it? I am going to click the camera thing. Wait a moment. See, we're all learning. This is good. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for being patient with us. I got a request yeah. and I clicked on it and then I could see myself. So let's try it one more time and then if not, we'll just do it audio only. Let me start yeah. one more yeah. time. Wait a moment. There is another. Yep, I'm sending you another request. Thanks everybody for your patience. <laughs> yeah, we're we're figuring it out, right? So share my webcam. Yes. There we go. Okay. Oh. 
Well, Jantine, while that's working, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to miss yeah. out on what you have to say, and so um, we'll keep kind of messing around with that. Christine, try making her a um, presenter also. See if that makes a difference. Okay. And um, and so, Jantine, um, jump right in and tell us a little bit about yourself first and what you're doing for Mito Awareness. Um, yeah. Well, I'm. Um, um, I'm a scientist and a philosopher, and I'm talking to you right from my office here at Harvard Medical School in a genomics lab. And um, um, as Debbie said, um, it has not, uh, I've got to Harvard now at a very advanced age, and it has not been easy all over the years since kindergarten, primary school, high school uh, to cope with things that nobody understood, but that, that made it very difficult to get along. So I'm incredibly proud to be here now. Um, I am a Marie Curie Fellow, and I think it's good to say that one of the um, issues with the Marie Curie Fellowships is uh, outreach activities. And before I knew the diagnosis, I had already put as one of my outreach goals for the Marie Curie Fellowship to help other people, in, in this case not um, high school kids, but uh, uh, students, to get grants to study abroad, uh, people with, with a disease, chronic disease or disability, because I think this is so valuable and such a valuable goal in life, in particular when you, when you do have an extra struggle. Uh, and it is possible uh, to to make it happen. So that would be one of my personal goals to uh, talk to as many people uh, that I meet, also here at Harvard, people who are mentors or students, to say, even if someone has has a chronic disease that seems sort of impossible to you, uh, then still uh, it should it should be, should enable them to to. To, to go to to the to the top achievement that they can have in science if they want that and um, so that that's maybe the first point uh, I'm also working in an environment here where actually people are studying mostly here the biology of mitochondrial disease and I heard my diagnosis the real diagnosis only very recently in the midst of my colleagues, some of whom who went with me to the hospital, to the doctor's visit, kind enough. Uh, I'm talking about it with the colleagues. People now understand much better why I take the elevator when I need to go one floor upstairs, mm -hmm. which is quite embarrassing and which I think all people with my tell know. Um, so um, uh, we, we are making an increased effort now to to look into the mito questions that that I raise and that are based on my own uh, history, long history. Um, we we are excited about the um, upcoming uh, mito walk here on 14 September in in Boston. Uh, I made a team. It's called, of course, here the Running Genes in a Genetic Lab. If my camera is not on, you won't see it, but I see it myself. But, um, and um, yeah, I hope that still many of the colleagues will sign up and uh, and join. That's why it's only at the beginning. So I hope there's much more to come. So because it's really the, the fact that I'm campaigning or being personally engaged for this, it, it's just four weeks old. So I'm incredibly thrilled to be here now in the midst of you and to to present it. 
Well, Shantine, you're inspiring because you are um, new to this diagnosis, and it can be so overwhelming when you um, have to, you know, adjust your expectations on many levels because of the diagnosis. And so, I'm so proud of you for jumping right in and embracing the opportunity to make a difference by raising awareness. And in your professional group that you're involved with at Harvard in genetics, what what better audience to um, be poised to learn about this? I bet many of them don't know much about mitochondrial disease, despite the fact that you are in the genetics at Harvard. And so um, this is a wonderful opportunity, and we're really grateful that you are out there championing that level of awareness. So I'm going to make a challenge that anyone who was inspired by Jean-Tine's story today could, whether you're in Boston or not, you could actually join Jean-Tine's team as a virtual walker or runner. So if you go to mitoaction.org slash walk, you can um, join her team. Look, you can just hit uh, join the team and look for the running genes. You can join for free as a virtual walker, and that'll give you a chance to be part of the fun. And if you are in the Boston area, you better come on September 14th to the Boston uh, Walk. It's uh, probably the biggest event we have anywhere in the country in the whole year. Uh, over a thousand people participate. It's really <laughs> awesome, and so it's well worth attending. If you need more info about that, send Shawnee a quick email and she'll get you hooked up. Shawnee's email again is volunteer at mitoaction.org. Shantine, thank you. Oh, there you are. Shantine, all of a sudden. You don't see me. Shantine, there you go. She's got it all. Oh, awesome. So thank you so much, Shantine, for sharing your story. Yeah, and thanks to to Mito Action for the superb material on the web. Because as I heard the diagnosis, even with my education and background and access to everything yeah, in literature absolutely. in the world, your website and your book were just giving me the information I needed at that moment, and it's fantastic. Thanks, Shantina. You know, I'll say that it's it's purposeful. I think sometimes people may not know what's happening behind the scenes, but um, you know, I I really believe, and it's um, a philosophy with Mito Action that the person who is affected by Mito, whether that be um, an adult patient, a child, the family, that that's in the center of the mission. And so, all of the information we create is really targeted at that individual or that level of person so that we're not, you know, we're going to, our effort is to take what's out there in terms of what's happening with the science or with the progress or with potential clinical trials and bring those in um, plain English to the community so that you can really spend your energy effectively rather than spending hours trying to figure out the journal articles yourselves, which may or may not be in your field, we want to help you get the information that's really going to make an impact so that you can make good decisions. You can be part of the team with the people who are physicians and um, therapists and nurses and managing clinical trials. You're part of that team because now you understand what the language is, you understand what's at stake, you understand how to make those decisions. It's a huge goal, really, of, of why it's that way. It's very purposeful. So, um, Shantine, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, thanks to all of you. Hope to see you okay. soon. <laughs> Great. So, Christine, how's Julie doing? Has she been able to come back on? Julie had a little internet hiccup, um, and so I think we're going to move on to Ginger while Julie gets 
logged back in. So let me unmute Ginger. Okay. Great. Ginger, go ahead. So, um, okay, go ahead, Ginger. You're right. um, surrogate. Hi, guys. I'm um, Jamie Allen, who is with uh, Mida Warriors Platoon. Couldn't be on the call, but she wrote something up for me to read to you guys on her behalf. So I'm going to read her, her little speech. Hello, everyone. I wish I could be talking in person, but with my work schedule, it is tough. So this is the next best thing. My name is Jamie Allen, and I am the mother of a nine-year-old boy with complex four mitochondrial disease. My son's name is Ethan Allen, and he is the captain of the Mito Warriors platoon team. We have thought of many ways to get awareness out about mitochondrial disease while raising money for the Mito Action Walk. We did everything from a bottle and can drive, a bake sale, the convoy for a cause at our local fair, and much more. While we were getting the word out about our bottle drive, we contacted local newspapers, radio stations, and news stations regarding Ethan's fundraiser. They talked about Ethan's fundraiser while also informing individuals about mitochondrial disease. As a mother, you want the world to know what mito is because if someone knows the mito signs, they may know what a mito crisis is and get your child help right away. I wear a bright green awareness band with my son's name on it. This brings up conversation on what the band stands for. I recently got a tattoo in honor of my son. It's a green awareness, awareness ribbon with never give up written in my children's handwriting. This sparks up another conversation about what the tattoo means. I talk about Mito to whoever will listen to me and who seems interested in knowing what it is. I constantly wear green and support Mito every day. The more we raise awareness, the more we get mito publicized, and maybe we can turn this rare invisible disease that is hardly heard about to a disease that is known by many. And that's um, from Jamie Allen. Ethan has done an amazing job raising money. He collects cans and bottles from all over his area in Fultonville, New York. Um, he was in that convoy for a cause that raised I think about $3,500 for his team and they're doing a, a tremendous job of getting the word out about Mito. <laughs> That's really inspiring and Ginger thank you for um, being Jamie and Ethan's voice today since she couldn't be there. I mean this is a nine-year-old boy with Mito doing that, you know, so that yeah. really goes to show that every person can make a difference. You have to share your story. You have to feel if you are if you are well enough, then take this opportunity to do something to raise awareness about mitochondrial disease. Everybody can do something to raise awareness. Even if you're yeah. just passing out a postcard, you know, calling your paper and sharing your story. Um, even little things go a long way. So that's a great story. Thanks for sharing that, Ginger. Okay, Julie, welcome back. Hold on, Christine's going to unmute you, I think. Try again, Julie. Say hi. Not yet. Julie, you're going to need to unmute Christine, yourself. How Thanks everyone for bearing with us. Yeah, I, I you know, um, 
If you're on Facebook, we'd love your comments. Do you love being able to see us live, or is this, you know, like um, too tricky to be worth it? We're, you know, jury's still out, but we thought we'd give it a try when we had this great opportunity today. Okay, Julie, try again. No? All right, you keep trying, Julie. Nothing's ever foolproof anyway, right? Like we saw Jeantine at the end of her talk, but we did get to see her at least at some point. All right. Christine, should I move on and come back to Julie? Or are we um, getting close to having Julie? I think we should come back to Julie. I'm not quite sure what's going on. So we will sort that out. And let us see here. Uh, we will go ahead. Let's go to Kelly Curley, who's on the phone. Give me one second to um, get Kelly hooked in here. Let's see. Um, let's see. Um, that is going to take... Bear with us, everybody. Yes. Thanks for your patience. Exactly. And we also have Christine Knox. How about that? We could do let's, Christine. Let's do Christine. I know Christine is on here for sure. Christine, I am unmuting you, and I am going to send you a request to share your webcam. And we'll get the other people's technical difficulties. It worked. Okay. Yay. Hi, Christine. Okay, great. You can hear me, too. Oh, yay. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, Christine, I enjoy the mito quilt that um, that you made so much. So I'm so honored that you can talk to us about some of the many things they're doing today and um, bring a little bit of Canada also to the conversation. So go ahead, Christine. Okay, so I was just diagnosed last December, um, and prior to my diagnosis, I was on the the odyssey of, of diagnosis that we all seem to go through and um, through that process I got really frustrated and wanted to do something to create more awareness because it was constantly that you know I was meeting this sort of inability to, to, to find doctors that knew anything about Mito so, so out of that I, I realized I wanted to start some sort of an awareness campaign and uh, so I started the Mito Quilts of Hope project. And so my project uh, idea was to uh, enroll other quilters into, uh, I'm a quilter and have been for many years, and I wanted to enroll other quilters into making charity quilts for patients with Mito. And, um, and so by doing that, they'll learn about Mito and then the patient will benefit in having a, a nice quilt to warm, warm themselves up in because as we all know, so many of us have problems maintaining body temperature and, and we sleep a lot. So, hey, you know, it's a really good fit. <laughs> so, uh, so that was the, the, the initial thing and I, I wasn't sure, you know, how I was going to do it exactly, but uh, I started a, a website. So it's... Uh, uh, mitoquiltsofhope.org is the website and I understand that Christine's going to put all the websites up later and, and links and things so if you've missed that don't don't be worried we can make sure you get that information later um, so I put up a website uh, I 
started a Facebook page and I regularly post to that. I have a Twitter account which I also put regular posts up on that. Um, <clears throat> and uh, a friend of mine when he started hearing about my story, he decided he wanted to create a film about my story and about the Quilts of Hope project. And so we've just launched a fundraising campaign to create this video. Um, it's going to be a, a full-length documentary, which he's also going to end up submitting to um, various film festivals and things like that. So that's going to have the potential of creating a lot more awareness. But we need to raise $3,900 to cover the costs of, of the production of the film. Um, so if you're familiar with crowdfunding, which is an online fundraising uh, platform, it's uh, called Indiegogo. So I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com and you just look up in the search bar Christine's story and that will that will get you to where uh, you, you need to be and uh, if you wish to make a donation to help us uh, create that video. I haven't seen too many videos about adults so I think this is an opportunity and there's going to be a number of patients who are friends of mine who are going to be a part of it too so it's not just solely about me but but it's essentially looking at the, the journey that adults go through in, in the diagnostic uh, odyssey we all seem to experience. Um, <clears throat> and then just recently the other event that I've participated in it is, is we launched the first Cream Mito event here in Victoria and it actually made it on the uh, CTV news at 6 o'clock. It was conceived by Susan Lake and uh, she's got a, a Facebook page that everyone can join the event um, and uh, so our cream mito event was essentially three of us mito patients got together and we went to downtown Victoria and we set up a big tarp and um, people could donate money and uh, get to cream us in the face with with Cool Whip on a pie plate and uh, so we handed out brochures and had a lot of laughs and had a lot of strange looks. <laughs> Even had a bylaw officer come by and go, what are you guys up to? <laughs> but he didn't stop us, so that was good. Uh, and there is a video, um, there's a Cream Mito Victoria Facebook page. So if you do that in your search bar, you'll find that. And there's a video from CTV that's posted on there. And there's also a slideshow of pictures we took during the event. So there's lots of... Uh, lots of images and it's similar to the ALS bucket challenge in that you you get creamed with a pie and then you challenge three friends to uh, to cream themselves you know have people cream them with pie and, or pie them with cream or whatever <laughs> and then um, uh, they can raise money and, and support Mito Action or, or if there was some other organization uh, to do with Mito that they, they wish to support they're not limited, um, but we of course want to see lots of donations come out for Mito just like they have with ALS. So, um, so those are the two Cream Mito uh, events that have been going on and the Cream Mito by Susan Lake, uh, it, it also has a Facebook page and, um, and you can go on, like I say, and register and it's meant to happen over the whole month of September. So we were the kickoff event and um, there's going to be one in salt on Salt Spring Island, which is a little small island 
just off the coast of my island on the west coast of BC and uh, we're going to be having another event and I know there's already been funds raised uh, and challenges put out so it should be fun. Oh, I what a creative idea that sounds like. There you go. That sounds like a riot, um, yeah. Christine and I. And I, I, what a great idea! And I mean, there you go. You guys thought of something, and you didn't really like, you know, wait for somebody else to tell you to do it. You just thought of something creative and grabbed your awareness materials and went out and did something to make a memorable way to have fun and raise awareness. So, um, so that is. That is so fun. So I just searched it on Facebook, and it's easy to find if you just are on Facebook and you search Cream Mito. Um, you can find their page. So everybody go join that. That is really fun and, um, and awesome. And Christine, your quilts are so beautiful. So tell everybody the name of the website again where they can look at um, all the things that you said that you're doing with the quilts and such. Uh, so it's um, mitoquiltsofhope.org. MitoQuiltsOfHope.org. Okay, awesome. And so, and, um, sorry, Christy. So recipients can go and apply to receive a quilt, but just be warned there is a long wait list. Um, and and if you happen to know of a quilter that um, you can enroll into making quilts for us, we would be most appreciative because there's so many people waiting, and I'd love to see everyone get quilts um, soon. Yes, um, that is in there so beautiful and so meaningful and um, really special that you're doing that. So um, having fun and taking care of people also, raising awareness. You're a great example, Christine, and we're so thankful you could join us from Thank Canada you. today. Um, awesome. Thank you. So, Christine, all right. Thank you so much, Christine. I'm going to see, let's see, I have Christine Cox, I believe we're ready for um, Kelly, and then we'll go back to Julie, right? Well, Hi. Christine, there you go. Okay. Kelly, are you on? Yes, I am. Oh, great. So nice to hear your voice, and I know that you were juggling your work schedule to be able to participate, but so glad that you could call in. So um, Kelly is another inspirational mom, and I'm so excited for you to share your story with everybody today. So Kelly, please introduce yourself and jump right in with what you're doing with Team Lissy Lou for Awareness. Okay, thank you. Hi, everyone. My name is Kelly Curley, and I'm very thankful to be here via phone to tell you our story. I am a single mom of four children, Shannon 23, Matthew 21, Emily 16, and Alyssa 7. I have always lived by the law of trying to live each day of my life to the fullest by working hard to be able to provide for my kids and enjoy the little time I do have that is free to be with my family while helping others along the way. I don't know what the word free time for myself is, so if anyone knows that, please let me know. My family in my world changed four years ago when my youngest child was diagnosed with mitochondrial disease. We almost lost her at that time due to her catching a common stomach virus from her school and instead of her getting better like the average kid, she got worse and worse causing multi-system failure. She was seen by numerous doctors at the hospital who all but one suspected that she had mitochondrial disease but never went any further with their suspicions. Her neurologist at that time was the one that stepped forward and said she wanted her to be seen 
by Dr. Ann Selma Children's, where she was then diagnosed there through many tests and biopsies. You see, she was a very complex case for doctors to interpret, as she was always sick with many things since birth, such as failure to thrive, severe dysmortality, gastroesophageal reflux, asthma, hypotomia, global developmental delays that included not being able to sit up until she was 15 months in, or walking until she was two and a half years old, and trouble with her tear ducts in her eyes causing surgery, um, at the end result resulting in tube feedings to her NG tube that I had to put in every day by myself, many surgeries and numerous hospital stays, some lasting longer than three months. When she got sick, she got sick and didn't get better without severe medical intervention. She received a lot of help through all of the services under the sun from severe physical therapy, occupational therapy, feeding therapy, and nursing care. She is now a very assertive, caring, headstrong, loving, and beautiful little seven-and-a-half-year-old girl who never lets anything she goes through get, get her down. She strives in her own way to let people know that she, what she has and not to be afraid of her or it. I, have, I had two choices when my family found out this devastating news. Take it and surrender to it or try to empower our family to fight it with whatever we have to fight for. Of course, we chose the second one. Alyssa and I have decided that our goal in life from now on is to educate people and get people to know about this disease. We never knew about this disease before or where it came from. We also did not realize how unknown this disease is to other people. Ginger and Chris Christie from MitoAction has been a true second family to me since this diagnosis occurred. Four years ago, I sat at the walk very silent, not knowing about this disease or what it involves, to now knowing all about it and standing on the street with a t-shirt saying, ask me what Mito is. We have done several fundraisers to raise money for mitochondrial disease awareness from cannon bottle drives to beating bracelets, hopathons, selling cookbooks and canister drives and selling rainbow loom bracelets. The three most successful campaigns that Alyssa and I undertook was the, selling, the cookbook selling, hopathon and the rainbow loom bracelets. Last year, Alyssa was reading through a cookbook that was given to her by her teacher laughing out loud to everyone because she could not eat any of the food in the recipes and said, Mommy, why can't I make a, a cookbook for Mito kids like me and sell it for Mito? I was amazed, so I casually put it on Facebook, and to my surprise, it took off. We got over 200 recipes from other Mito families, a printing company willing to print and bind them for free, and many, many willing customers to buy them. The recipes were all heartfelt recipes from Mito families all over the world. The furthest recipe that I got was from Germany. It was very emotional putting together these recipes with the family pictures because some of the wonderful people were not alive anymore to celebrate this. The books took off selling for $15 a piece and we sold over 300 of them. We were not only shocked but amazed because we only had a goal of selling 50. This was amazing, tireable, and enjoyable to do. And we, do, we plan to do volume two in the next coming years. The second campaign that we had was the, was the Hopathon. The owners of the company that I work for, Mini Miracles Child Care in Natick, Massachusetts, loves Alyssa to death and decided they were going to host this Hopathon in her name to raise money for her disease. You see, Uncle Louie and Auntie Denise, which are the owners, gives her whatever she wants and is willing to help her do anything. We have held this Hopathon for the last two years in which all the kids in the program pop for three minutes and raise money at the same time. They loved it, and we look forward to continue it. The third and most common current one is the Rainbow Loom Bracelet Campaign. 
Alyssa was busy making a rainbow loom bracelet for herself and teasing her older sister and decided again that she wanted to make these for Mito Action and Mito Awareness instead of her sister and sell these to, to promote our Mito Awareness campaign this year. Again, the same as cookbooks, I placed an ad on Facebook and received many people wanting to purchase these bracelets for a dollar apiece. It got so, so popular after only two weeks that her family had to jump in and help make them because we got orders of 20, 30, and even 100 bracelets at a time. To this date, we have sold over 700 bracelets at only four weeks in and more orders keep on coming in. All in all, I think we are just an average family living life every day to the fullest. Alyssa has shown us to never let the disability keep you down. She believes in getting up, getting going, and going after what you want, no matter what. If she can do it, then anybody else can. If Alyssa and I can just educate one person, then my goal is set in life. Thank you very much for having me. Wow, Kelly, um, you really have an inspiring story about you and your daughter working together. I love the hopathon. That sounds so fun, and it's a great way for kids to do something also. And, um, you know, every year when I see you at the Mito Action Walk in September, you know, I'm, I'm so inspired by you and what you do. And, you know, there are a lot of um, moms and dads and patients and families out there who know what, what it means to be taking care of a feeding tube and to be dealing with something that breaks in the middle of the night and to be fighting with the insurance because the pump isn't covered or your supplies don't get there on time or, you know, the coverage for your meds change. And, and you know, we understand what an incredible battle that is and yet you're doing something with you know, you're so dedicated to raising awareness in such a positive way. Um, you really can inspire a lot of people. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. Um, so that was great to hear from Kelly. And uh, Julie, I'm going to circle back to you and fingers crossed that when oh, we... Oh, I, I know. So can you hear me now? Yes, Is there a voice? Oh, my goodness. Thank goodness. I better get talking then before something happens. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. If something like this is going to happen, it's going to happen to me. I am just like technology is just so far over my head. Um, but before I get started, Christy, I just have to correct you on something that you said earlier when you were doing introductions and you were sharing, um, you know, about the people on payroll at Mito Action. And uh, what you have to understand is, you know, there may be a few that are on it financially, but the rest of us are really still on the Mito Action payroll. And, you, you know, it just makes such a big difference. I mean, not everything is about money. There is so much that comes out of Mito Action, you know, with the um, support and advocacy, and some of that, and in some of the circumstances that we go through, it just means so much more than um, the financial. So I just I had to share that with you. Um, but uh, in the in the meantime, now I'm, yeah, my name is Julie Gersey, and I'm a mother of four grown kids, and I'm an RN, and I used to work in acute care at a local community hospital until a few years ago, um, when I just got yet another symptom of many that I had over the years, and this symptom uh, really got in the way of me being able to continue uh, with keeping up with my job. Um, the new symptom began the long process and of the consults and the testing which resulted in my mito diagnosis. 
Um, and as an RN, I had never heard of MITO, the nurses and the physicians that I had worked with and, of course, come to depend on when I needed that little, little extra insight when the family member got sick, had nothing to offer me. Um, so I had to go and, you know, look for and absorb all the info that I was able to uh, about the disease, you know, going on the websites, asking questions, joining Facebook groups, um, and, and found that I really had no one near me who really understood what I was facing. So I really found out about mitochondrial disease uh, in a really a frightening and overwhelming way. Over time, I found others who were reaching out, trying to make connections with those who understood what they, um, you know, dealt with daily in mito. And I discovered that there were many people affected by a disease that most people didn't even know existed. And that just doesn't sit with me well. Uh, so I became more and more involved in looking for ways to plant a seed about MITO to friends, neighbors, and even my own physicians who admitted that they know nothing about mitochondrial disease uh, and being able to treat me. So I've been pretty much on a quest, and I use every opportunity that I can to mention MITO. I've been known to actually be standing um, at the grocery store at the counter um, if I have a chance and there's an opening in the conversation to talk about MITO. And, um, uh, my Facebook profile actually uh, this month it has to do, I don't know if you can see that, that's my pops with um, their Mito Action gear on, uh, including the, the shades from the walk last year. Um, so I, I just try to get the word out there. And I think being in the RN2 and never heard, hearing about it, it just like, it just strikes me, uh, I think, so much worse that it's just not right for the medical community to not know about this um, as well. But what I really need to share with you today is my involvement in legislation and how that can help in awareness. Um, it's something that everyone should be and may be interested in. It's a very new area to me. Um, I became I'm just becoming uh, aware of just how important the legislative piece is. Working in medicine and concentrating on the uh, moments in patient care, I had never really given much thought to politics, but thinking back on it now, I realize how naive I really was. Um, over these past several months, I found myself smack dab in the middle of working with legislative issues. Um, I have been to the State House promoting a bill for uh, the state of Massachusetts to mandate insurance companies to cover the mitococktail supplements. Um, I have t testified on the behalf of the bill and shared about patients and families that have difficulties finding affordability. Uh, and the only treatment available to them while fighting uh, MITO. I was thrilled to find out that MITO Action had actually been advocating for this bill for several years, and I was just very happy to join with them and you know make the best planning for best potential and helping the bill through to reality. Uh, I began by emailing the representative Sky back himself who introduced the bill so I could gain insight on the political process. And then I followed this by promoting on Facebook, emailing to other state representatives in hopes to educate them on the bill so that when the bill um, went by their desk, they'd have a better chance of passing it uh, for the vote. I have been to my congressman's office to share about MITO and spread awareness of the difficulties of patients and families afflicted with this disease. And um, I loved uh, the office with, oh my goodness, an abundance of pamphlets and information and literature. So um, there's no excuses about them not 
knowing anything about MITO. Uh, I went to the State House to meet with Massachusetts Representative Paul Harrow uh, to share with him the needs of the MITO patient and Representative Harrow has introduced a bill in Massachusetts which would provide a rare disease advisory council and uh, we together plan to bring this bill forward next session and this would be an amazing opportunity for people with rare disease. I'm in the process of organizing an informational meeting for people with rare, rare disease at which Representative Hero will be attending and uh, this will be a great chance for all disciplines involved to gain insight on the challenges living with rare disease and then how legislature might be able to help us. Um, with good showing, the representative can go back to the House with valuable information to benefit everyone affected. Uh, and I've also been working with a woman within the FDA in regard to the government's focus on research on the use of the supplements in the MITRE cocktail and I'm hoping I'll be able to share more information with that as, uh, as time goes on. Um, you know, with mitochondrial disease, we live with so many symptoms. Uh, we live with uncertainty and, you know, we're put in so many uncontrollable situations that it can be very trying. But I've, felt, I've been feeling so empowered to be able to insert the needs of not just myself, but the needs of the MITO community, um, you know, and even the nurses and the physicians who have to stand by helplessly if somebody is ravished by this disease. Life is, isn't guaranteed, and I think everybody knows this, but I think people with a chronic unpredictable uh, disease have a much keener sense in this fact. Priorities shift and the important things are more focused on. So I have chosen to live in the moment and to me that means that if I have something to do or say and I have the ability to do it or say it right now that I'm going to um, with no regrets. When it seemed that your whole world has come crashing down and then you find that something has the potential to make a positive difference in someone else's life, uh, for me, it, that's been pretty amazing. So I'm hoping the next legislative session brings us all good things. And I may be working in Massachusetts right now, but I am foreseeing legislative changes here to set the premise to spread countrywide. But I need all of your help. Together, we can all make the difference. I was told recently by someone working in political office that they do pay attention to phone calls, emails, and letters. If someone calls with a problem, they take note. If they start getting more calls, they decide that they have an issue to deal with. You could be the one that makes a call that makes that difference. Find out who your local representative is and make that phone call. Send an email. Visit his or her local office. You can request pamphlets for MITO action to use as leave behinds. I know it can be tough and I acknowledge it can be difficult uh, to commit when you have MITO symptoms to work with. Um, you know, but I'm able to do over 90% of what I do just by sitting on my butt at my computer. So if you'd like more information on how you can get involved in legislature to make a difference, uh, please don't hesitate to contact me. I'm still learning the ropes, but we could learn this together. Uh, we need to get our voices heard. Let's get everyone's attention and make awareness for MITO, which may be the first step towards getting the care and the cure we need. And, um, you know, thank you so much for letting me join in today. Uh, sorry, appreciate it. Julie, um, you are right on in that, you know, one thing that you do is you 
reach out to people. You don't wait for someone else to come to you and say, well, you know, it would be really great if you went and spoke to the doctors or you spoke to the legislators. You you are very resourceful and you use your strengths of your past as a nurse and a good communicator to go find someone to talk to. And and you are also persistent. You're, you're great with the follow-up. I feel like sometimes people do it once and then they may not get immediate feedback so they go well I don't want to do that anymore um, but you you continue and over time it actually does make a difference and um, and you're helping a lot of people by doing that you know because I think you can relate sometimes in your life you won't have the energy to do that you may not be well and so you won't be able to do that but when you can you know you give it a lot and I do appreciate your comment because um, about you know uh, what you get back um, in intangible because I do think it's incredibly important to have a way to fill that sense of yourself that we may not be able to um, cure Mito right now but we can do something about it and here's something that you're doing about it right now and so that's great Julie thank you so much for sharing all of that with us okay fantastic so um, Christine who is up next is it uh, Christy Wees Yes, let's talk to Christy Wees. Let Christy. me go ahead and get her set up here. Christy, can you hear us? I can hear you. Can you hear me? We can. Excellent. Great. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the call today. My name is Christy Wees, and I was asked to talk about my Mito Minutes. That um, I guess I started it last year at Awareness Week. Um, really, they're just graphical images that I shared on Facebook with little tidbits of facts. Um, hopefully, it takes you less than a minute to read it, um, was kind of the idea. And um, I continued them earlier this year, and I'll be making some new ones for um, upcoming um, Awareness Week. And I share all those on my blog, which is babyfoodsteps.com. Um, B-A-B-Y-F-O-O-D-S-T-E-P-S.com. And um, I have those set up on the tab. So there's a tab called Baby Mito Steps. And underneath that, there's a drop-down called Mito Minute. And you can go right there, and I've archived them all there. And they are free for the taking. You can share and share widely um, if you'd like. Um, on Facebook, they're, they fit. Uh, really nicely on Facebook, even as a profile picture, even though the text is a little little small to read. But I was changing my profile picture last year um, daily to introduce a new Mito Minute and the Mito Fact to try to get awareness out. Um, so I'll be coming up with some new ones this year, and I'll be sharing them on my um, Facebook page as well, which is connected to my blog, which is also called Baby Food Steps. And um, I'd be happy, happy if, if, if anyone would, has any um, information they'd like to highlight on one. I do try to use peer-reviewed uh, um, literature and published medical journals um, as the source of these um, to try to keep the facts um, uh, referenced so that you can, uh, people can go into the literature and find more information if they're interested but also try to make them simple enough that um, you don't need a medical dictionary to interpret them. So, um, And one other thing they, that we're doing here, and um, we just moved to Pittsburgh last year, and we did this down in Houston, and we're going to try it again in Pittsburgh, is having a California Pizza Kitchen fundraiser night during Awareness Week. And we worked with California Pizza Kitchen down in um, Houston, as I said, and they were incredibly easy to work with. You literally 
pick a date, which we picked Awareness Week, and they make the flyer for you, and you distribute that via social media or printing it out and putting it in people's mailboxes or whatever whatever way you want to distribute that. And then if um, whoever comes to the restaurant during the dates that are set up and shows that flyer, they can even show it on their phone. They don't even have to print it out. 20% um, of the proceeds of that check will go back to Mito Action. So it's a really easy thing to set up, and it's really people go out to eat all the time, so why, why not monopolize that? And for those that are diet conscious, they do have gluten-free pizza options, so that's nice to be able to fit in some of the dietary needs. That is great. I mean, Christy, first of all, I think your Mito Minutes are fantastic, and I would encourage people to um, check out your blog, which is babyfoodsteps, is it .com, Christy? .com. Okay, yes, babyfoodsteps.com. Um, you know, Christy has very been involved in um, newborn screening legislation, and and uh, you know it's really interesting to read about and share the Mito minutes that she posts. If you don't feel like you could create those yourself, you know, take it and help it reach all of your friends and tell your friends to share so that we can get the facts out about Mito during Awareness Week. It's a great reason to do that. And then you bring up a great idea about the California Pizza Kitchen, Christy, because, you know, um, another pizza place that does that is Uno's. So if you have a California Pizza Kitchen or an Uno's in your area, why not go give them a call and ask if you can have a pizza night for Mito Action. You don't have to pay anything. You just have to put the word out. And if you email Ginger, she will actually send an email out to people in the area where you live so that even more people come. Um, I've been to some of those myself with my family, and I have never regretted doing it because I bring my all my kids, and we meet other Mito families, and we have a really nice night out, and we meet other people, and so we feel great about that and so it's that is fun and easy and um, completely doable so I encourage you guys to do that and thank you so much Christy for um, that contribution to no the Mito community and to Mito Action thank you okay great so I see Nicole is there hi Nicole so Christine we can have Nicole go next um, hi can you hear me Yes, we can hear you. Hi, Nicole. Nice to see your face and meet you Hi, that everyone. way. Hello. It's fun seeing everybody. I like this. A little daunting having everybody look at you, but um, my daughter Natalie is my Mito kid, and I have elements of Mito also, but I've never been formally diagnosed, but I have some fun things like the cyclic vomiting and other things. She has a lot more significant symptoms than I do. Um, but Natalie started with kind of like a hypoglycemia issue when she was younger, and then it just sort of progressed. And a few years back, it's going back about three or four years now, she got to this period where she was basically incapacitated for a few months. She had debilitating nausea and fatigue, and we had been going to all these doctors. Everybody said her labs were weird, but they couldn't figure out what was wrong, and basically it was a combination of we just don't know what to do, and maybe it's in her head, things like that, and so they had given up on us, and I had done some research and actually wrote a, I believe it was like a five-page <laughs> five single-space letter to Dr. Bowles and sent it to him and went down there and took her insurance wouldn't pay for anything. We paid for it out of pocket and just said we need to help our kid. And that was the first time I had even heard of mitochondrial disease. And so we went home and did some research and 
learn more about it ourselves and realized how devastating and how it's this rare disease but how widespread it really is and just really started learning more about it and knew that we had to do something about it especially when we saw how many kids and adults have even more severe cases than our daughter we wanted to be a part of the solution and so the first thing we did when I got back is I went back to our main medical group and just talked with them and shared sort of our findings and they had us um, I, I, I went and spoke to a primary group of physicians, which was a little odd, but and just educated them on our journey and what we had found out so that they would understand because some of those same doctors were some of the doctors who had dismissed us. And just shared with them, not as a finger pointing, but just this is kind of what we found out and this is the journey and it was one of the, the leads of the medical group that asked us to do that. And then we just knew we wanted to do more and so we tried to think of different ideas and I know a lot of groups do 5Ks, but they're fun and they just get a lot of awareness out there and we thought why don't we do that it's something kids can do adults can do you can modify it for those who maybe aren't as ambulatory um, and so we a group of friends and I um, who just were blessed to have them in our lives that support us we said let's just try it and so we launched um, this will be our second annual Mito Matter 5k Mad Hatter 5k it's at the end of the month um, but we launched that and um, we basically wanted something that wasn't just a simple 5K. We wanted a theme. And so we chose the Mito Matter Hatter because it's fun to say. And, and we could do a lot with it. And so for now that my daughter's young and everything, um, we do a lot of hats. People wear all different hats and we give awards and stuff. But you can grow with it. We can make the course more complicated as we go through the years. We can add more elements of the Mad Hatter, the down the rabbit hole, just different things like that. And then we also talked about how you could adapt it to adult events like a Mad Hatter casino night because of the cards element or we could do a father-daughter tea or we have a lot of ideas long term but we wanted something that you could grow with that wouldn't get stagnant and that could involve and change and one of the things I liked about it too was the Mad Hatter um, this isn't a direct quote but one of the quotes is um, the idea is that things are only impossible if you think they are and a lot of times on this journey you feel like it's impossible day to day but you also just feel like sometimes the diagnosis is impossible getting insurance coverage is impossible everything feels overwhelming and so that was inspiring too um, so and my daughter really much wants to raise awareness she's a big advocate for herself which I really appreciate and admire in her and so we um, have done to promote it we've done a lot of local calendar stuff flyers we did a news spot last year she and I went on it was live that was interesting first time we did that but it was fun um, and promoted it and then um, she herself made a video last week she wanted to promote it herself educating others about um, both Mito and she talked about Mito Action um, because the proceeds for this particular 5k are going to Mito Action and it was just really I was really proud of her she said I want to do it she had a migraine that whole day and she just went for it she said I'm doing it um, some of the other things that we have done is just locally um, just uh, simple ideas her friends came over we made we use like a jelly belly cookie cutter and we made Mito cookies um, just with frosting and sprinkles and we took them to the school with little uh, cards that with for Mito Awareness Week which is simple facts I had a version for adults and a version for kids so she handed them out to her class and we did a little educating and then um, put them in the staff lounges and then my husband at his work just put them in there um, in the staff lounges and we just spread them out that way and then I have a blog that I've, I've done some things with um, during Awareness Week just to spread awareness and when people ask I can just share it and it has information about our journey 
but about mitochondrial disease specifically. Um, at first, I was nervous in the sharing our story part. I know you made reference to that in the beginning about the importance of the story, just because it's a little bit vulnerable. And also, I felt um, Natalie struggles every day. She's actually home right now, and she's been home since yesterday because she's having issues. But um, she doesn't, she's the kind of kid when you see her, on a lot of days, you wouldn't realize anything was wrong with her. And so it felt weird. She's out there saying, I have this really difficult thing. Um, but she does not have uh, tubes or things like that. And then it was one of those moments where the combination of her wanting to spread awareness to help others and herself, and then just going, that's the point. That's the problem for a lot of us is it's an invisible disease. And so we just decided, no, this we want to do this. We want to share our story because that's what's really going to help make a difference. And so it was an interesting leap. We're getting better at it. Um, but we've just been really excited to see just the awareness that has come. There's so much more still needed, especially here in Northern California. Um, so that's what we've been doing lately, and we're excited for the end of the month. We're, we're, we think we can, we think we can. That's where we're at right now, just trying to get there. So That's, you know, Nicole, thank you so much. I mean, a couple things come to mind when you're talking. Um, the fact that you are dealing with symptoms and dealing with symptoms with your daughter, but you are demonstrating to your daughter to not let this beat you, that you are going to turn this into something positive. And what a fantastic experience for your kids to help plan this really fun event. You've got this really creative theme, uh, all the things that happen behind the scenes in, you know, getting an event like that coordinated. What a great learning experience and ex and true, like, positive memory for your family. So not only are you raising awareness for mitochondrial disease, not only are you raising um, much needed and appreciated funds for MitoAction, but you are making an incredible difference in the path that your family is taking because you are doing something so positive. And, um, and it will help your community find a way to support you also. I think it's a challenge when you have um, an illness like Mito because people don't really know what to do to help you. You know, I mean, you hear people say, oh, what can I do to help? But there's really, what are they going to do? Well, come over in the middle of the night and fix the pump. I mean, they can't, right? So, but, but this is, you're giving your community a way to get involved, and, um, and that's great. You know, we don't have a ton, Mito Action doesn't have a ton of events happening all over the country, you know, all the time. But I would love to see more people like you who take this opportunity and just, just go for it and get some friends in your community to help you. Um, Nicole, it sounds like you don't regret doing this at all. In fact, it's really been a positive. It's been a blessing, to be honest. It's a, it, once you get out there, it's a blessing to just see. And I've had people... Um, my blog isn't some international sensation, you know, but every once in a while I'll get an email from someone that finds it and says, thank you so much for being willing to share your story because this has been me and I thought I was alone. And it's that, it, those, that's a blessing and just being able to educate doctors, being able to explain things. And part of this journey is I feel like you almost have to be the expert, but you're not because everybody's always learning. And so being armed with the information. So if you are in a situation where you can share what you've learned so far. I think that's a lot of what happens with this is everybody shares where they've been because there's always someone behind you and then there's always someone in front of you in the journey and just whatever we can do to help each other out and all be part of the bigger picture. I think it's valuable and it's a blessing. 
It's so appreciated, Nicole, and thank you so much for speaking so well about it today. And um, anybody who's in um, California who would like to participate, you can register for the Mito Mad Hatter 5K. It's on our website under events and conferences. So um, it sounds like I wish I could go. It sounds really fun. <laughs> so thank you again, Nicole. Thank you. And, and speaking of events, um, Christine, help me connect to, I'm looking for um, Chris and Melissa Castle. Are, Chris and Melissa, are you guys able to hear me? Uh, yes, I can. It's just Melissa today. Chris is at Hi. work. Oh, wonderful. Hi, Melissa, and welcome. So, um, Melissa, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about uh, Cooper and Cooper's race. Okay. Well, hi, I'm Melissa Castle. I live in eastern Tennessee in the Fall Branch area. And my son's name is Cooper. He is getting ready to turn seven, and he is a little spitfire. Um, some people have met him before um, that Christine has, and he's to look at him just like um, the young lady before. Um, a lot of times you think there's nothing wrong with him. And that was a lot what we always had people say to us, you know, well, he just looks tired. Why is he in a wheelchair? He's moving his legs. And sometimes, you know, that would sting pretty hard and not knowing what we have to go through, what we went through at night, what we go through at night time, what we go through when he's fatigued, what we go through when he's in the hospital. And that was one of the things that probably prompted Chris and I to want to get the awareness out more. And also, um, the one who started the whole um, Cooper's race was um, Chris's cousin's wife. Um, she was always there for us. Um, when someone needed to stay with her, her older son, when Cooper was in a hospital, she'd come. When Chris and I were so fatigued from being in the hospital and watching Cooper, because as everyone knows, when they're in a hospital, even though the doctors and nurses are there, you have to keep your eyes on because you're the one who knows your child. And you're the one who knows those little signals better than anyone that when they're going to have problems. And we would get so fatigued that we needed someone to stay with us, and she was always there. And um, she finally thought, well, what can I do to help them? And she came across Mito Action because I had spoke to her about Mito Action before. And she's the one who got the race started. And um, we had several friends who decided they wanted to come on and help. And at that time, Cooper was just crazy about trains. That was his number one thing was promise to train and um, we was like well let's use a train for a logo and then um, the idea of um, sometimes I just run out of steam came along and that's what we use with our train picture and also um, underneath it and it's just been a great opportunity to be able to let everyone in the area know about Cooper's race we have met a lot more families um, with children with Mito because for the longest time we felt like we we're the only ones um, Cooper began having problems as soon as he was born. Um, his guard was low, his arms were drawn up, his legs were drawn up, and um, probably within 15 hours later in life, he crashed. And that was pretty much our life for the um, first four years. He would get well for two or three months, and then he would have he would catch a cold, and then we would be in the hospital for a month and a half. Um, but we had a neuro who said that a child just can't go down that fast. And at the point, no one in our area really knew what was going on with him. And finally, they sent us to Atlanta, and we had our um, muscle biopsy. We had the G-tube placed. And during that, he had episode on us. And that's the um, doctor in Atlanta decided, yes, it is Mito. It took two years to get the true diagnosis. Um, again, we're 
you know, just in and out of the hospital, not knowing what always is going to happen with him, not knowing even if we're going to bring him home, because a lot of times we were told, you know, we don't know what to tell you. That was a lot of times what the doctors would say, because they had never seen a child like him, and they had not had a lot of children around them with Mido, and so it was one of those that they were learning just as much as we were learning. And I have to say the thing that helped me the greatest is that my husband is a nurse practitioner, so with a lot of medical lingo and with a lot of things that were going on, he was always able there to explain it to me. And I, I truly don't know how other parents go through it not knowing what doctors are talking about sometimes, especially when they're saying words that you've never heard before. And when the doctor doesn't even know what Mido is and you're having to explain it to them, it was, it's always been such a blessing to have my husband there with me, being able to relate this. And then, and then you think, well, you might as well went to school for yourself to be a nurse. That's kind of what I feel like now because, you know, it's the role that we take on. But, again, Cooper's Race has just brought so much awareness to the area, uh, to our friends, to my family. My, a lot of people that came in contact with us thought he would always outgrow it. And now they have a better understanding of what it truly is. And Cooper um, began asking me at probably around four what was wrong with him. He just knew that it was just something different. Um, and he will tell everyone that he has a Mido, and he does his best to explain it to them. And, again, it's just been a great opportunity. We've had more and more people show up every year. They may not always come to the race, but they're there to help donate. They're there to help try to bring awareness to others. Um, just like last night, there's a young man met Chris in Sevierville. Um, he wanted um, flyers to be able to put out in that area. And, you know, and that's almost an hour and a half away from where we live. And so there he's going to put out 150 flyers in Pigeon Forge area, if anyone knows what that is. So hopefully we'll get more um, people to the event from that and maybe get even more sponsors. And like I said, it's it's been a journey. Um, Mito Action was there for me before I even um, came into contact with them doing the race. That's where I probably got my first education because um, the website is so easy to read. And, and it's one of those things when you're, you're given this diagnosis, your child has Mito. And everyone knows when you're going through trying to figure out, you're on the website looking at everything, everything that everybody throws out there. And Mito was just, Mito Action was just, something that I could read and I felt confident that it was truly stating the truth because so many websites can give you just, you know, may not be the whole truth of what Mido is, but Mido Action does. I'm not as great speaker as my husband. <laughs> now, Melissa, you guys are um, an inspiring family and, and thank you so much and for anybody who is in um, Tennessee, Southwest Virginia, or uh, Western North Carolina. This would be an awesome event to come to in September. Um, Melissa, remind me, it's September 27th, right? September 28th. September 28th, and you can find the details for that under Cooper's Race, which is also on our website under the Events and Conferences tab. Um, and Melissa, you guys do a great job in an area that really needs that level of education, and uh, and you're you're persistent, um, and and it's phenomenal to me also how much money you guys raise. Um, 
from your community support and and those donations are incredibly appreciated because that's what powers things like the website being available and free and having no membership costs so that when it's the middle of the night and you need to be able to find something you can you know so um, thank you so much Melissa for um, talking to us about Cooper and your story in Cooper's race today thank you uh, so everybody, we um, it's about almost 1:30, and so we are going to wrap up. Um, we didn't get a chance to, you know, just open the floor and hear from everybody. But I'm going to ask you if you have additional comments that you'd love to share to post them on our Facebook page. We're going to be, you know, all about social media this month since it is awareness week and I'm going to reiterate what um, Christine, Shawnee, and Ginger said at the beginning that you know all you have to do is reach out to us we really um, exist to help and to be part of the community it's truly our honor to be able to work together to be able to make a difference and to be so action oriented and hearing all the things that you guys are doing inspires me and I hope it inspires everybody who's listening also. Um, so everyone, this was our first live presentation. I hope it was fun. I actually think that things went pretty well, but we love your feedback. Thank you everybody so much and I hope you have a fabulous weekend and um, don't forget to check out you know uh, our Facebook page and website an awful lot during the month of September so you can get up to date on everything that's going on and when we unroll our awareness merchandise you'll want to be looking out for all of that also. My email is director at mitoaction.org. You can always email me and thanks everybody. Bye. Hi, thank you. Bye thank everybody. You. Thank you. Great job speakers. Thanks everybody. <laughs>